Santa, we love a chat. We love to help, and that's a fact. So we have made it our mission to find stuff out. From diagnosis and education, slimming out of your frustration. Chat to folks who've been there too. Collect it together and share it with you. If you know someone we should speak to, send them our way, and that's what we'll do. We like to have our sensory natters. You know what? Welcome to the Sensory Matters podcast. I'm Lorraine and I've got a special guest with me today, Jamie. Shh, you're spoiling my cover. I was going to hide in the background and learn all of your secrets. And we have Katie and Joel. Hi, guys. Hi. Jenny is still away in America. Still very, very jealous. Very jealous, still. I was going to, I was going to ask which of you is jealous that that I realized that didn't make sense. <laughs> we're all jealous. We all want to be in lovely America. Although it has been very sunny here, which we're going to talk about later on in the podcast, aren't we guys? Yes, it's been really hot. So, should we dive that joke about everyone here being really hot? <laughs> <laughs> so, should we dive right in and talk about Joseph Redford on the podcast on Monday? Sounds good. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of that podcast? So I Watch it. Listen, the so, podcast is years. So, so I really liked it. I like um, one of the main points, which is part of the advert that we made for the podcast, is he talks about how a lot of autistic organisations aren't um, inclusive for all autistic people, but only certain parts of the spectrum. Mm, I found that interesting too, especially after like what we were talking about with the autism show in the last podcast that we did. Um, talking about how that's changed and becoming more accessible it's an important point yeah. for everyone to consider especially yeah, I th- carry on oh, sorry, go on. Have go on, you go on um, especially- <laughs> I think everyone's a bit confused here so especially with um, certain other events as well that we've been to where the lights and the music has been really loud so there was an event where I'm from and it was an autism friendly event but the music was so loud that even with my ear defenders on I had to leave really yeah yeah see for me it's great that people are trying to do things but like the autism friendly shopping hours they're always really early on a Sunday morning and Jamie would you ever be up at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning to go shopping if I was at school and I don't know I'd be at school on Sunday like have they kidnapped me are they forcing me to do work on weekends why am I going to that school still when I'm probably changing schools but would you ever be up early on a Sunday morning to use the autism-friendly shopping hour? I don't shop. I am a baby. <laughs> but I don't think you ever would be. No, I would just lie in bed. It's good for autistic kids who do not <laughs> I'm sleep. sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cough into the camera. It's a microphone, but it's okay. <laughs> sorry, Joel, what did you say? It's good for parents of autistic kids who don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't sleep, but I wouldn't leave my bed because I'd be too tired. Yeah, see, Jamie doesn't go to sleep. When she does go to sleep, then it it's like a really late wake-up. So that's why where I would struggle. Mm, yeah. It is difficult just having that, like, one-hour slot as well. Yeah, and how do they police it? That's what I always think. Well, it's a great idea, but what about if somebody always does their shopping at 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning, but they're not autistic? Oof. Also, right, this is something that... Um... Richie said, so shout out to Richie because I totally agree with it. So, if the lights are usually at a nine and the volume is usually at a nine, and then on an autistic, autistic friendly event, they bring it down to a four, 
then why not always have it at a six? That makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah, like I don't yeah. understand why they can't do sort well, of like meet in the middle or come down to sort of a normal autistic level. Well, I understand because they're like, oh, if we make it loud and stuff, people will shop more. But because it feels yeah. like a mall, but then I would never go to a mall. So mm. yeah. I don't get why people would want to shop somewhere that's loud. I don't like loud things. Yeah, it's like we quite like HMV, but it's really too loud. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we can go in for a short period of time if it was quieter. I mean, I know it's a music shop, so I kind of get that. But it's I just some... use it to buy video games and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's got some cool stuff, but it's just way too loud. And JD Sports is another one. Oh, yeah. So loud. <laughs> we should just write letters to them being like... I, I am not very well... I have awful hay fever. I've, I've had to be having eye drops else my eyes get infected. <laughs> yeah, so apologies for a keep for, for Jamie keep coughing. <laughs> but yeah, it's like um, autism-friendly cinema screenings and things. I think they're a great idea. But I don't know. They just don't seem to be quite right. I think it goes back to... Did we mention this on the podcast? I think we mentioned this on the podcast. The thing I was saying about um, how... We have autism awareness, but not autism knowledge. Have I mentioned that to you guys before? You've mentioned it to me, not on the podcast. Do you know about mm. it, Katie, or shall I explain mm. about it? No, I don't. Yeah, no, explain that a bit more, because okay. I don't think we spoke about that last time. So. I'm not. Everyone's aware not... of autism, right? And they're aware of ear defenders. They're aware to somewhat of chewy jam and stuff like that, right? And stuff that yes. helps autistic people. But. They're not aware of the specifics of it. So they have a general knowledge, so they base it on that general knowledge. But that general knowledge doesn't help all autistic people. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because so, they just don't understand, like, why, like, the real... Why we do certain things and why we need certain things. They just get them. So, for example, them. you can give people loads of different ear defenders, but every single type of ear defender sounds different to that person. And yeah. if you just give them a random one, it might not help them, which is why they won't use it. So giving yeah, well, people we tried... those choices. Mm. Yeah, that's like we, we've tried with Jamie. with ear And de- I hate ear defenders. Hate all ear defenders. Oh, yeah, I can't use ear defenders. They hurt my ears. Yeah, I think so. Ear defenders, like, they, they can hurt your ears and you can get that sort of internal noise. Yeah. And some ear defenders do that and some don't. Mm. But then I think you autom- I automatically thought, oh, ear defenders it didn't occur to me of things that go into your ears. Yeah. Like headphones. Headphones, which we now use. Another example of this was um, in Oxford, you know, when they banned clapping? Oh, Oh, yes. And I was like, well, that's fair enough, but then as soon as that person gets out in the real world, they're going to have to deal with clapping, so you're not Mm. really helping them. Yeah. And it's that sort of thing. It's oh, autistic people don't like loud noises, so we'll take away the loud noises. But then if you do that from really young and then they get into the real world and there's loud noises, then they're having to learn with that, learn about that at an older age. Yes, yeah. And this is where we're going, Joel, at the moment on our social media post with the hyper and the hyposensitivity. Yeah. Not all autistic people don't like loud noises. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people would like them, but, but I'm not going to discount their opinion. Yeah, some some don't. But like you, for example, Jamie, um, if we you you don't like loud noises, but if we went to the theatre to see Heather's, you would really enjoy that. 
Yeah, because Heather's is great. Yeah. So it's not always about keeping everything quiet. It's about what noises you like, what you don't like, and mm. trying to get used to certain things, especially things that happen all the time. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's important to kind of think about, this is a question that I'm going to send out to both of you. Do you think we can ever have a fully accessible event let's say let's call it an event do you think we can ever get to the point that we can like include everybody's um sort of difficulties and making sure that we make everything accessible for everybody is that possible when we've got such a wide spectrum of people who have loads and loads of different needs unfortunately i i personally don't think so because what someone else needs could be something another person cannot like stand yeah that makes sense yeah i think that that's true i think there's so many different needs it would be really difficult to cater for everybody mm. okay yeah um i mean like, go on but what if let's say imagine you have a big hall and the lights are set out of three and then in one room the lights are set at eight the other room the lights are set at two when you come in it's quiet because um, you have those microphone things. I have the autism show, which swallows your voice. Mm-hmm. You give people headphones, which also work as ear defenders, so they can wear those, or they can plug them into their phone and play way music, play music. Mm. So that already caters to that stuff. Then you could also have a sensory room. Then you could have a room um, that's neutral smelling, that they can go into and then avoid the smells, and then you have people and they can carry stuff around that smells anyway. So, I mean, yeah. that gets it's all... pretty close. I suppose if, if you ha- if you host an event and you give strategies to people as they come through the door, like, you know, with all the, like, sensory backpacks and things. Yeah. yeah. I think there's just such a wide diversity of needs that um, you can include the vast majority of people, but... Um, at least, like, a few people are going to struggle, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I might not be phrasing myself very well. I am exhausted. No, no, it makes perfect sense, Jamie. It makes perfect sense, yeah. Yeah. I think it's about giving people choices, isn't it? A lot of people think accessibility is... I think there's a difference between accessibility and inclusion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because accessibility is more about catering to people's personal needs and inclusion is getting everybody involved in the same area but someone like me or I needing getting into trouble at school <laughs> <laughs> no there is inclusion where you're in trouble at school i know i was making a joke i'm sorry just get them all over your paper that's fine <laughs> but it's it, they're two different things really aren't they? because inclusion is getting everybody in one place in one setting and everyone just kind of dealing with it but being included and then accessibility is having the choice and being able to kind of cater things to yourself and maybe not be so included or choose to do what you want, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But also does then does access does let no, that's not the way I'm phrasing it. Um, accessibility is a way to help inclusion, not the other way around. Yes. Yeah. So definitely the autism morning things should then they should be asking autistic people what other things can we do in the supermarket every day to make it accessible to you so you feel included yes because even if you have one morning 
that morning is also just like it's exclusion it's yes. exclusionary because it's just that morning. Yes. Yeah. It's not every day. Yeah. Yeah. We are so good guys. <laughs> yeah, and I think- I'm not. I'm a gremlin. <laughs> I think we're getting better and I think more people are asking autistic adults so more companies are asking autistic adults for help and advice and I think that's really important yes Mm -hmm. yeah definitely rest in peace Tangle you are innocent Jamie has dropped the Tangle (laughs) have another shall we move on to well shall we move on to the sensory matters seeing as we were just talking about the heat yes Yeah. yeah yeah so the sensory matter this week is about how we cope with the heat because I personally hate the heat if i'm on holiday it's different because you've got a swimming pool you've got bikinis you're you're prepared you're prepared that's exactly it Mm. you're not stuck in a warm english house like sweaters yeah so how do you guys deal with the heat and do you like it it's it really depends because like you said it's different from when we're like on holiday because you can have all of that your coastal breeze as well and like no it isn't trust me i live somewhere (laughs) that is Joel's in Gibraltar. <laughs> I live on somewhere where people come on holiday and there's a breeze and it's still like a thousand degrees here. Maybe it's when you're in that mentality of I can do whatever I want and I can relax and just sit and do nothing that it's a bit more bearable. But when you actually have to work and get on with things. Yeah, hey, I'm, I, I'm lazy. I don't <laughs> do any work. I'm the worst and I take the heat. I think it's like you can only walk your dog very early in the morning or very late at night. So for me, that that really ruins my day mm. because I have set times that I walk the dog. Yeah, it can really affect a lot of things like routine and eating and disturbances in sleep. Like, <sighs> there's so much that goes into it. Yeah, I think you've definitely had disturbances in sleep, haven't you, Jamie? Yeah, I've not been sleeping. I've been struggling to eat. I've been feeling really nauseous. Honestly, right now, I, I, I feel like my throat's about to combust. Yeah, because I think I, the hair fever combined with the heat. Yeah. And the fact I'm immensely anxious. But, yeah, I just find that, there's, like, if, if we knew that every year, for, like, six weeks of the year, we were going to get some blazing heat, then I would be prepared for it. I would probably buy an air conditioning unit and have particular clothes, but... Because you don't know when it's going to come or if it's going to come. So difficult. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's it, really. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sleeping with air conditioning every single night and I cannot sleep without it. Well, that's why, like, on holiday, we would have air. Yeah, go on, Jamie. For a second, I thought you said I sleep in egg and I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. But yet, like, on holiday, you have air conditioning. You've got a swimming pool. Have you got a swimming pool? I don't swim, but I do. I can swim, but Take I don't me swim. Take me there. So is that pool in your building? Uh, Sort of. It's outside, but yes. Yeah, so it's an outdoor pool. Yes. Yeah, see, I think, like, if you don't have all your everyday things, like, obviously you still do because you live there. For me, it's like it's too hot to do the housework you've still got to cook where if you're on holiday you can go out and somebody else can cook for you and i mean like you could just lie in bed and die well yeah that just well, i don't think that's a particularly reasonable reaction to it being a bit hot out yeah i mean we've got fans everywhere maybe it was literally a thousand degrees but then you then you'd have set on fire already 
Yes. I, I don't think lying in bed is a good reaction to being set on fire. But I suppose I suppose people that live in the heat all of the time, they their body is used to it. Yeah, just generally they have a much more sort of their buildings and sort of public places are much more equipped to dealing with all of that. And it's yeah. I think I think you're right, Lorraine. It's just that we don't have this very often and then when we do we're like what do we do um, yeah well um you know that we were getting our bathroom done recently yeah the guys that came in said they couldn't believe how warm our house was and i was like oh it's, it's really hot i think it's because it's a new build when they actually did the bathroom they said they've never seen walls as thick as ours they're like four times as thick as anything they've ever seen oh my gosh so i'm like oh great <laughs> that, that would be lovely in the winter in the winter well we don't have to put the heating on in the winter but in the summer, it's just way too hot. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I'm oh, always know. hot. That's the issue. Is even uh, minus 10, I'm in a hoodie and I'm fine. Yeah. So, like, now it's 24 and it feels like 28. And yeah, I'm, I'm a bit just, like, like in shorts because it's way too hot and I'm still way too hot. Yeah. Mm. And then it's just dealing with all of the sensory things that come along with that, like having to change into like different types of clothing. Like we're used to wearing like trousers and then you have to wear shorts and having to deal with like looser fitting clothing and all of that kind of stuff as well. And sleeping as well, because we were talking about like air conditioning and fans. Like I love sleeping with the fan on because I love white noise. But Yeah, I love sleeping with the fan on for the exact same reason. But some people are like, oh, no, I need silence to fall asleep. So... It's finding what works for you. Sorry, I didn't realise you were still thinking. I don't need silence to fall asleep, but um, the fan keeps blowing all my posters and, like, uh, my pride flag above my bed around. Yeah, we need to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jamie was due to go back to school yesterday, so we were going to buy a different fan and have a move around of her room. But I had a horrible meltdown in the car. Yeah, but we'll we'll deal with that. But yeah, we're going to sort her room out because it, the the fan at the moment blows the curtains open, so that means that because it's really bright early on, mm. then yeah, you just can't lie in. So many things, isn't it, to think about? <laughs> it's... I I hate being hot. I need to, to shower constantly, mm. and I think it's a sensory thing because I don't like the feel of of sweat. No, I I'm realizing that I don't either because I hate the feeling of like sweaty clothes. Every time yeah. I come home, I gotta like change out into something dry. Yeah, I'm realizing that's a new one for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, should we take a break and then come back and talk about our news of the week and our question? Sounds good. This week on the Chewy Gem main Facebook page, we have a fantastic giveaway for you. We have teamed up with Just Awesome and you can win one of their red or black t-shirts, a set of our chew emojis and a Kiki comfort blanket. This giveaway is open worldwide, so go over to our Facebook page and enter that. You can also have a second chance to win on Just Awesome's Facebook page too. Now back to the podcast. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I've got Lorraine here and Jamie and Katie and Joel. That was such an enjoyable break. So uh, this week, our newsworthy topic is about myself. Um, Because my mum is the best. (laughs) And if you don't think she's newsworthy, um, I will come to your house in the middle of the night because you insulted my mum. (laughs) 
Okay, I, I think no, everyone can think Lorraine is newsworthy. <laughs> no, we, we... Yeah, because if you if you don't, I will come to your house and force you to force you to just burn all your chewy gems. So you have to buy more to support the business. <laughs> if anyone follows us and knows um, that I've been waiting for quite a while now for uh, to go through a diagnosis process, and today me and Jamie went out. And on the way back, my phone rang and I hate answering the phone. I was going to hang up and then I noticed the code on there and I thought that's the um, adult autism assessment code. So I thought I'd better answer, better answer that one. So I answered it and it was a, a psychologist who works with adults for autism diagnosis and he asked me if there's any chance I could go and see him on Friday morning and I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like you, you wait for ages and then all of a sudden it's just happening. It's crazy. That's so exciting. Yeah, and I did. I felt really excited. Yeah, do you um, feel more excited, or are yeah. you a little bit? Probably no, totally a bit excited. Both. When, I think because I th- I thought that's definitely the adult autism assessment number, and then when he confirmed it was him, <gasps> I'm sorry. Um, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening because I just kept thinking it's never going to happen. Mm. Yeah. It takes so long. Yeah. It takes so long that you start to believe, oh, it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen. And then, yeah. like you said, it does. And it's like, oh, see me in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, so um, so he gave me a choice of two appointments on Friday. So I'm going to go to the earlier one because I need to get it done straight away. Yeah. But basically, he said that the first appointment is to just discuss things with me to see if my differences do suggest that I'm on the autistic spectrum. Okay. So, yeah, I will let people know more. I don't really know. <laughs> What's really intimidating, Joel? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that'll be exciting to find out. I was really excited and then I started to get a bit nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because, like, when Jamie was diagnosed, I don't think Jamie had any idea what was going on. Yeah. And you just, you know, you just kind of be yourself and people are watching you and then you get your diagnosis. But for me, I just think, I don't know, I can't even explain how I feel. Yeah. It must be so, because I never really? had this, because I, I just was diagnosed, like, I wasn't sort of active, like, what's the word, kind of like pursuing a diagnosis. I just yeah. was was diagnosed one day after lots and lots of conversations and appointments, but I never knew that that was where it was going. So I can't imagine, like, that whole anticipation of, oh, I don't know what's going on, or am I, yeah, aren't I? I? I think because I hear so many stories of people being told that, oh, you can't be autistic because you've got a job, you can't be autistic because you've got a family. Which they've told you. Yeah, all, there's all these different things. Like, I've been told things and other people have been told things. And You, you can't be autistic because of the look on your face. Yeah, you can't be autistic because you, you show empathy. And so you just kind of think, well, what happens if the person that I'm going to see isn't that autism aware? yeah. Because you would expect them to be, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are. I know. It's awful, really. And then you just, you kind of have to, it's sort of luck of the draw, really, who you get. And that's awful. Yeah. So do you have an but, action plan? Are you going to go in there with, like, notes? Is Yeah. Dean so going to come in with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said bring somebody with him. Jamie's off school this week, so I would have took Dean. But I think I'm going to get Dean to stick with Jamie and I'm actually going to take a friend with me. Cool. Um, oh, uh, it might be too much for you because it, I don't know how long it's going to be. Cause the friend that I'm taking with me, uh, we were actually going away this weekend anyway, going to the Bronte Museum in Yorkshire. Oh, amazing. Um, so instead of meeting at Hexham, 
she's going to come and meet me at Carlisle, come into my appointment, and then we'll go from there. Nice. Oh, that would um, be cool. Yeah, but she's autistic, and she was saying that her first appointment was four hours long. Oh, my gosh. So I'm like, oh, I hope it's not that long. Mm. I can't think what I could possibly talk about for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll start, you won't be able to stop, so. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope it goes well. It's exciting yeah, to keep us updated. If it doesn't go well, I can punch him if you want. <laughs> but yeah, I, when, I, when I got the phone call, I thought, oh, should I do a video about how I'm feeling? But I just felt just high. I felt really high when I got the phone call. Yeah. And I thought, no, because I'll probably look like I'm drunk or on drugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will be messaging you like, Lorraine, are you okay? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to making notes and keeping a track of everything that happens so that I can tell other people about my journey yeah um, it'd be good to like document it and for yourself and for you know the community as well it'll be it's probably yeah. another thing now that's going to help you to answer questions going forward for anyone else in a similar position you know yeah I mean um because what I'm going to do after the appointment on Friday because my friend's going to be driving I think oh, I'm going to take my laptop with me and maybe type up some notes straight afterwards yeah so that it's all my mind maybe do some blogs and things mm-hmm. I'm um, sure we're going to be really eager to hear how you get on and oh I'm excited yeah. for you yeah I don't know how long it's going to take but I just I feel happy that something's finally happening yeah yeah uh, so shall we go on to our listeners question this week yes. uh, so somebody has asked us this week what our favorite quotes are and why Ooh. Uh, I mean, mine. I know mine because it's. I, I always go on about my favourite quote. Oh, what's yours, Lorraine? Uh, mine is stimming is like breathing, just as natural, just as important, and that's from the mighty. And I mean, you won't literally die without stimming. <laughs> no, but it is very important. But I remember years and years ago seeing that quote from the mighty, and I just was like, "Yes, that's brilliant." Yeah, I love sharing that one on the page, and I think it's become sort of so closely linked to Chewy Gem as well, really. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's not our yeah. quote, but it could have been. <laughs> so yeah, so what are your guys' favorite quotes? Do you have one, Jamie? No, I'm sorry, I don't. You don't have to be sorry. Not everybody has one. I mean, I, I, I think, think of one. So, Katie, do you have a favorite quote? One that I've always really liked, but it's not autism related. Is just uh, it's. I think it's quite common. It's shoot for the moon, even if you miss it, you'll land among the stars. I love that one. That's... Oh, that is a nice one. I oh, always so keep that one with me. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of another one about um, friends are like stars. You can't always see them, but they're always there. Love anything to do with stars. I'm a sucker for. <laughs> What's a yeah, good one? I... I'm trying to decide. Joel? I have Joel? <laughs> Joel. ten, and they're all from the same ten? book. <laughs> which book is it a perks being all flower oh okay but yeah. i guess this one's sort of autism related it says um so this is my life and i want you to know that i'm both happy and sad i'm trying to de- trying to figure out how that could be oh that's nice but yes yeah, I, I all love that my book. favorite quotes so... are from that book Ooh. yeah do you know what? i haven't seen it or read it. And I well, Joel recommended, Joel recommended it to me a few years ago. and I, Well, he's recommended a lot of books and films to me. Yeah, Joel, Joel's recommended quite a lot of books and films to me that have been quite good. We will have to get a little uh, 
reading yeah, lists John's together. Definitely the, you don't want to do that because I have a lot of books. That It'll be endless. <laughs> it's literally endless. You should definitely people. do a post about that. I keep messaging people go, you should read this, you should watch that. They're like, we're still like two through your list. <laughs> Yeah, I've got loads of things on Netflix that I put onto my list that Joel will send me a message, have you seen this? And I'm like, no, I add it to my list, but I just never get around to watching them. Oh, <laughs> no, I totally feel like we should have a little segment now of like either on the podcast or on the page, which is just like Joel's recommendations. And it'll yeah. just be the book, well, Joel, got, the book got, I read that week. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Joel's got, uh, you've got your Instagram, haven't you? Yeah. Your book Instagram. So what's that called? Give yourself a big shout out. Uh, it's called, I don't know, one sec, I need to find the name of it. Um, <laughs> Neurodiverse Bookworm. Wee. Neurodiverse Bookworm. So if you're on Instagram, give Joel a follow and um, yeah, chats about the books that he's reading. Because I've read 43 this year. Yeah, because you're doing the book challenge, aren't you? Yes, 52, 52 you books do... in a year. But yeah. So you've nearly done that in like half a year. It'll probably end up being like 80. Like when I read <laughs> Like, um, I think I was the first to read like a million. Oh yeah, you were the first like, person. A few months. Yeah, when Jamie went to mainstream secondary for a very short period of time, she was the first person to read a million words. And like a million words isn't that much. I've ever read fan fictions that are probably about that long. Yeah, I, I've read one. I've I've definitely read like a fan fiction that's um seven hundred thousand words long which is longer than like war and peace by two hundred thousand words and i didn't even realize it was that long because just it fan fictions don't have page numbers they have word lengths and i just think and now it just seems smaller well i think it doesn't matter how how long a book is if you get into it and you're enjoying it i think i would i want it to last longer mm-hmm. you know, like I, I don't want it to end but then, when you have a bookcase staring at you with to-be-read books, then yeah. it's like, okay, I want it to end, so now I can move on to these, because that's what keeps me um, reading so much, because I have, at the moment, 30 books on my to-be-read bookshelf, and it haunts me. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I love the Audible app so much, because I've got like a little library in my pocket. <laughs> This is not sponsored, just so you know. I, I also use Audible as well to get through my book. Yeah, I love it. So oh, come on, on, Audible, you should sponsor us. <laughs> usually, usually just I'm sponsor on... us. Sponsor us. Usually I'm on two with... books at the same time. Yeah, I just think with um, with audiobooks, you could get so much done while you're listening, where when you physically have to read a book, you have to stop and read the book. Mm, yeah, I've never tried audiobooks. I really should. Oh, you should do it when you're doing your dog walking. Yes. Yeah. I normally listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, usually um, I'm out and about and I'm listening to my audiobook and I sit down and I read my other book. At the same time? No, when, I, when I'm out and about, I'm listening to my audiobook. And when I get inside, I stop yeah. listening to my audiobook and start reading my then- other book. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant read over at the same time, and that would just be so confusing. You couldn't comprehend. But well, you've said before that you listen to music while you read. Is that right, Joe? Yes, because yeah, I can't I read in I silence. Do that. Oh, see, I have to read in silence. I, I have to do it else. I can't focus because of the kids talking at school. I don't like doing it, but I have to. Yeah. I also have to do it here when I'm reading fan fiction because there's always noise on. So maybe that's why I like Audible because I put my earphones in and that's all I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Usually I make 
a playlist for a book. So my Spotify is filled with book playlists. Oh, that's a cool idea. So for the first... <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise there's a lot of free books on Spotify as well. Yeah. So uh, I got a few of the Matt Haig books on there. Usually... So if, if anybody wants to try audio books, then if you've got Spotify, have a look on there for some free books. Yes, yeah. also... Yeah, so usually I'll read like four books and I'll put classical music... Four chapters. I'll put classical music on. And once I get a feel for the book, I'll just choose songs. Ah, oh, that's a good idea. And That's then really it turns cool, yeah. into a movie. Oh, you've got like a, a soundtrack to your own life. Then. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Well, speaking of books, are we going to have a sort of book-related podcast, hopefully next week, aren't we? Yeah, so um, we were reading the Kiss Quotent, and we were going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I won't be there because I haven't read it. No, you won't I haven't there, read but it. I, uh, I think me and, Kate, uh, sorry, me and Jenny are going to have a chat about it. Yeah, cool. so that and then be cool. Hopefully, Jenny will be back. Now. Jenny will be back, yeah. So hopefully from then. I thought she was gone forever. <laughs> no, she's only gone to America. So yeah, so we've both read it. We're going to chat about it and hopefully some other people will have read it and then we can have a little conversation about it in the comments. And then we might look at some other books and see what people recommend. So Joel will probably be looking to you yep. for some book recommendations for the future. Also, I'll be coming on the podcast at some point as well. So I might do a book podcast episode. That would be Jenny. good. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Okay, well, as Jamie's on 1% on her iPad, I think we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> and have a great day, guys. Bye. Yep. See you soon. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. Well, that's it for this week. And thank you once again for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you've got time and you can spare 30 seconds, then go and give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps other people find our content. And we know that our content and our episodes are so helpful to our community with lots of hints and tips and interesting interviews. So go and do your kind deed of the day and leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. Also, so that you never miss an episode and you get a notification when a new one is available why not hit subscribe and that way you'll never miss us finally if you're not already a member of our fantastic facebook support group i suggest you go join it we'd love to see you in there there's loads of fantastic chat lots of peer-to-peer support from people in the same boat as you so go and search on facebook for the chewy gem sensory support group and let us know what you're thinking of our episodes speak to you then bye